When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Do you know what I use to record these podcasts? It's Anchor by Spotify. It's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or a computer. It's all really, really easy. It's all really intuitive. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast. The Indianapolis Colts are scheduled to get a couple extra picks. They lost free agents. They're going to get some draft picks, compensatory draft picks. We'll tell you what they are. Not likely to be in a position to help the Colts solve their quarterback needs, which was articulated today, that need, in profootballfocus.com, pff.com, rank the Colts. We'll tell you where. This is Inside Indiana Sports Now with Kent Sterling. It's Wednesday, January 19th, 2022. We're brought to you by the great people of today's dentistry. Dr. Mike O'Neill's just the best in the business. A terrific dentist, a terrific human being. Call him. Trust your teeth to Dr. Mike O'Neill like I have for the last 28 years. 317-849-2933 is the number. All right. Hey, hit subscribe. Hit like. Ring the bell. Let's talk about the Colts. Let's talk about the Hoosiers and Purdue Boilermakers, who are going to play at Simon Scott Assembly Hall tomorrow. How big a game is this? Indiana's got to be more competitive than they've been since 2016, right? We'll talk about that in a little bit. The Colts are expected to get a fifth and sixth round draft pick, compensatory draft pick, in exchange for losing Danico Autry, who had a really, really nice season for the Tennessee Titans. He's still playing football. Uh, They also lost Anthony Walker Jr., who was a middle linebacker. They also lost Jacoby Brissett. Now they picked up, this is a free agent that they picked up that they're going to get dinged for, and it's probably going to cost them a seventh-round pick. Sam Tevy. (laughs) They should give us more picks. Give the Colts a second-rounder to compensate for signing Sam Tevy. What the hell is going on here? How is that fairness? Sam Tevy, he did nothing but cause problems for the offensive line that he was meant to bolster. What are you going to do? Pro Football Focus ranked the quarterback situations in the NFL in terms of most in need of an upgrade, most likely to upgrade, to most stable. The Colts and Carson Wentz, 10th, 10th. Right between 
the Houston Texans with Davis Mills and the Minnesota Vikings with Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins, not bad. Kind of a slightly better version of Carson Wentz with a much worse contract, a huge cap number this coming year. Are the Vikings going to move on? I don't care. It doesn't really matter. Kirk Cousins is not coming to Indianapolis because why bring him to Indianapolis when you've already got a version of him? Carson Wentz and Kirk Cousins are not different enough to make it sensible in any sense to bring Kirk Cousins to Indianapolis. But Carson Wentz, according to Pro Football Focus, he had three games with at least three turnover-worthy plays. That's not good. Uh, The least unstable, this is really kind of the bad news for the Colts. Even worse news than having the 10th least stable quarterback position in the NFL. The four teams that have the most stable. The Chiefs with Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, hard to argue that. Then you have the, uh, the Bengals with Joe Burrow. The Bills with Josh Allen and the Chargers with Justin Herbert. So the four most stable quarterback position groups and and quarterback kind of outlook for teams in the NFL, all in the AFC. The Colts, how can they compete with Carson Wentz? How can they project themselves to be a championship contender when they have the 10th least stable and the top four stable our AFC rivals. You just can't. And Ryan Tannehill is is a, in a stable position as well with the Tennessee Titans. You know what? If you can't upgrade it, maybe you can upgrade Wentz from within. Maybe you can teach him the game of football and teach him how to read defenses in the way Kurt Warner did, assuming that you buy all of what Kurt Warner was selling in his video and, and his dissection that took 40 minutes of Carson Wentz's performance against the Jacksonville Jaguars. Are these bleak times? You know what What might have caused a little bit of the bleakness this season and may have hastened the Colts' departure from uh, playoff contention? Hard knocks. You know what? I've heard this forever from NFL GMs and NFL coaches. Anything that serves as a distraction, you eliminate. The more distractions you eliminate, the better your team, your staff, your franchise is going to be as as far as their ability to focus on what's important. Hard Knocks was a distraction. At its best, it was a distraction. At its worst, it revealed some things about the Colts. You, You can bet your ass that every single Colt watched every single episode including the staff, fans. Now, there, there were some good things that came of it. Personal branding, that became kind of a relevant thing for these players who monetized their brand value right, and that brand value was enhanced by their continued exposure on HBO. No doubt about that, but what it also did kind of exposed Carson Wentz as an outsider on the team, as a guy who's trying really, really hard to be a part of what the Colts are. And, you know, running down the field after touchdowns, let's go! Did that come off as sincere? It didn't to me. 
reminded me of a guy I went to high school with who was always kind of on the periphery, always sort of kind of one of those guys. He's just off by himself, you know, and he was comfortable that way. After high school, he went to college, became a doctor, very, very successful, has a big giant-ass house with a whole bunch of kids, runs his family great, but he is a, a bit of a kind of a standalone guy, an iconoclast. And I think Carson Wentz has some of that in him. He tries to sort of ingratiate himself into the DNA, the social DNA of the team. But it doesn't seem like it sticks. And that was an unfortunate kind of peel back the curtain thing during Hard Knocks. I, but was this, was it a force for good? If the Colts had made the playoffs, we wouldn't be, look, blame always looks for a victim. You know what I mean? Blame is always seeking. And in I think Hard Knocks is a really good place to target some of the blame. I don't think that it was a wise decision to pull back the curtain on, on the Colts, put cameras everywhere, and expose the team to this kind of scrutiny and this kind of ability to build a brand. Bubba Ventrone built his brand, right? Darius Leonard built his brand. Now, Darius also balled out, you know, so there's that. There was some good and some bad in this. And, and the bad, you know what? It did show, and this is both good and bad, it showed T.Y. Hilton is a hell of an effective leader. But if he retires, what do you got? You know what I mean? From a leadership perspective, is Jonathan Taylor going to step up? Darius Leonard going to step up? I mean, Darius Leonard's entering his fifth year in the NFL. Is he ready to lead? How about Quentin Nelson? Is he ready to lead? He's a captain. We'll see if he's ready to lead. Is Carson Wentz ready to lead, or is he a guy who just kind of marches to the beat of his own drummer and is going to have a tough time getting people to follow him? Leaders got to have followers, and this is why coaches who say, I got nothing but a locker room full of leaders. If you do, you got a problem because you good leaders have followers. There's nothing wrong with being a follower. Not everybody can be a leader. In fact, very few can be an effective leader. You can't have a room filled with effective leaders. You can't. Peyton Manning was a hell of a good leader, right? The other guy, Tark Glenn, liked to follow Peyton. Joseph Adai followed. Reggie, Marv, they all followed. Dallas Clark followed. It's what they did. That's who they were. That's how it operates. Followers, leader, not leaders, and who? You know, you don't have leaders following leaders. That doesn't make any sense. All right, let's talk about Indiana and Purdue tomorrow night. This has really just been horrible for a long time. The last time Indiana beat Purdue, Yogi Ferrell was the point guard. Yogi Ferrell, what is he, 46? For God's sake, it was February 20th, 2016, the last time Indiana... Thomas Bryant played for Indiana in that game. Caleb Swanigan was playing for the Boilermakers. Ryan Klein was play, playing for the Boilermakers. This was a long-ass time ago. Long, long time, the last time Indiana... Tom Crean was a coach. Tom Crean... And, and this was one of the games where Thomas Bryant didn't feel the need to kind of put his 
put his head on Tom Crean's shoulder and weep after the uh, frack ascended. That's unfair. That's a, we got to let that die. Uh, Thomas Bryant, fine human being, uh, never should have had cameras in there in that moment. Ridiculous. Um, can you imagine? Can you imagine, let's say, Dean Garrett or Calbert Chaney in the locker room with Bob Knight sitting like the, with his head on Bob Knight's shoulder? That's the most preposterous image. You can't even conjure it in your imagination. That's how preposterous that is. Leadership, what are you going to do? Uh, the last time, this is interesting, The last, and this is courtesy of Purdue, although I'm throwing in the last bit of business. All right, The last time Purdue and Indiana went into a game against each other with a winning percentage this high, 82.4%, the combined winning percentage of uh, Indiana and Purdue at this moment. Same exact winning percentage back in 2008. February 19th, 2008, the last game Kelvin Sampson coached for Indiana. That was an IU-Purdue game. IU actually won that game, so that's not altogether bad. With a win, Matt Painter will tie Piggy Lambert uh, for second all-time in wins at Purdue with 371 and fifth all-time in the Big Ten. How about that? Matt Painter has been spectacular as the head coach at Purdue. Thank God he stayed at Purdue and didn't go to Missouri. I think he'd be out of work right now if he went to Missouri, or, or he'd be like at American University. He never would have lasted at Missouri. Would have been a mistake for him to go there. He would have wound up, maybe he'd be at Southern Illinois. I don't know, back there. But he would not be at Missouri because you cannot win at Missouri. Matt Painter, somehow or another, pulled the plug on his commitment to Missouri, went back to Purdue, and it's been a beautiful thing for the Boilermakers. Purdue has a 124-89 series advantage over at Indiana. That's a plus 35 victory margin. It's increased by 9 since that February day in 2016, the last time Indiana beat Purdue. Oh, that's just galling, isn't it? My God Almighty. It would take 12 years until 2034, more than 12 years, it would be March of 34, for Indiana to catch Purdue if Indiana won every game, including a game in the Big Ten Tournament which doesn't happen every year. In fact, it happens very seldom because Indiana almost never plays more than one game in the Big Ten Tournament. I hate that thing. Can we stop that? Stop it. We don't need to play a conference tournament. Let's go Neanderthal on this. Prehistoric. Pull the plug on the conference tournament. All Indiana does is lose in that thing. I hate it. All right. Indiana, Purdue tomorrow night. I think the Hoosiers get it done. I think the Hoosiers are going to win this game. I'm feeling very good, feeling very bullish about Indiana going up against Zach Eadie. This Edie kid, who cares he's 7-4? Plays like the Chief and one flew over to Cuckoo's Nest. Who cares Jaden Ivey? Talk about Jaden Ivey. In, in terms of the Pacers, Pacers against the Lakers tonight. And it's about time that we start, as Pacers fans, rooting for the Pacers to lose. They're not going to make the playoffs. It's incomprehensible that this group 
with so many players. And Malcolm Brogdon, is he ever playing? Uh, Miles Turner's out for the next, I don't know, what, two to four weeks at least. Um, I don't know if, if T.J. Warren is ever going to play again for the Pacers. And frankly, at this point, I don't care. Anyway, they got the Pacers, or Lakers tonight at 1030. Uh, so the time has come. Here's what it is. Faden for Jaden. This is what the Pacers need to do. Faden for Jaden. Jaden Ivey is going to come into the NBA. He's got a great NBA skill set. To me, he's like a slightly bigger version of John Morant. I love Jaden Ivey. So Faden for Jaden, this is what we want because nothing rhymes with Paolo. Paolo Banchero? Okay. What do you say there? Sombrero for Banchero? I, I don't know. Well, how would that mean losing? Uh, Chet Holmgren? Suck for Chet? That doesn't sound right at all. Fading for Jaden. I like it. Hashtag Fading for Jaden. Let's go Pacers. Put an L on the board tonight. L's the whole rest of the way through the season. Fading for Jaden. You put Jaden Ivy in the backcourt with, uh, I don't know, you want Brogdon back there, fine. I want Duarte someplace. Let's go. Let's go win championships, Fading for Jaden. Breakfast with Kent tomorrow. You know what? And for those of you who stay up to watch the Pacers and the Lakers at 10.30 tonight, that game's going to end at about 1. I am not going to do that because I got breakfast with Kent at 7 in the morning. There's no way that I'm up until 1 and then don't get to sleep till 2. It's just not possible. We will talk to you tomorrow morning. We'll tell you what happened. If you don't want to stay up, we'll tell you exactly how it goes because we can read a box score for the late night games. When they play here, when they play on the East Coast, games start at 7, we watch every minute. Out West, eh, I just can't pull the trigger on that. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from, with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.